This is a BoardWalk Audio podcast. The best way to support the show is by going to BoardWalkAudio.com slash Cuterial. Uh, just find the uh, Support Our Artist button, which takes you to Amazon. Just shop like you normally would, and Amazon will send us a little bit of money, which we will use to purchase a time machine, purchase and build a time machine so that we can see if Skeeter is, is lost in time somewhere. Could be in the past or in the future. In the future. She could be in the present, but we don't know. So we've looked at the present a lot and we haven't considered past or future. Give us money. Give us money. (laughs) (laughs) The sun is up, the sky is clear, but all is lost when you aren't here. By the way, the song is about the Muppet Babies. Hello, I'm Matt Manser. And I'm Eileen Mary O'Connell. And this is Skaterial, the Muppet Babies episode podcast where we investigate the disappearance of the Muppet Babies character, Skeeter. If you're listening for the first time... First, should... of, all, first of all, welcome. Welcome, yes. That's great. Thanks you for joining us. Thank you. Even in Season 2, Episode 4 of the show, you can join in any time. Mm-hmm. But uh, the purpose of this show is to find... Skeeter from Muppet Babies. There are several Muppets on Muppet Babies. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kermit. Gonzo. Piggy. Rolf. uh, Fozzie the Bear. Scooter. uh, Rolf. I said that already. You said Rolf already. But twice as great. I'm just excited about Rolf. But we don't have, as an adult, Mm -mm. is Skeeter. Skeeter. Scooter's twin sister. Nowhere to be found. Nowhere to be found on any Muppet show or movie. Mm Mm-mm. After they all grow up, we don't know where Skeeter is. And we we want to know, we want to know, number one, is she safe? Is she alive? And number two, if she's not, where can we, specifically me, who misses her so much, pay my respects? Where? Yeah, where? Is there a gravesite or a, uh, a mausoleum? A mausoleum, you know, there's... <laughs> there's several unmarked... Uh, Tomb of the Unknown Muppet. <laughs> Just Tomb of the Unknown Muppet. <laughs> we know about this tomb. Yeah. We don't know if that holds Skeeter or a different unknown Muppet. Oh, God, already crying. <laughs> this is getting off to a sad Sorry, start. this is a serious, serious Muppet. This is a serious podcast. As you know. As we all know, and that's why Eileen is crying. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are watching every episode of Muppet Babies to look for clues. Because mm-hmm. we don't know... Where else to start, really? No, this is this is it. We have no other leads except for this documentary. This documentary is the only place where we see any of Skeeter, so we can only look here to begin with. Mm-hmm. If we have any clues elsewhere, we'll look elsewhere. Yeah, no stone unturned. Yeah. Uh, and on each episode of Skeeter, we bring in a guest or two to help us to watch an episode to help us uh, look for those clues. So today we have... Uh, uh, guy who's written for Community American Dad, Tim Sicardo. Welcome. Welcome. Hey, skidheads. That's what we call <laughs> That's our what listeners. We call. Yep. And we have uh, um, host of UCB's Tournament of Nerds and director editor for shows. He's worked for Reno 901, Key and Peel, Justin Donaldson. Welcome. Welcome. Hello. Thanks for having me. Thank you both for helping us on this this sad journey that we are on together. It could be a happy journey. It could be. If it, end, if it ends happy, then all these tears were worth it. It's our pleasure. I think we want to get to the bottom. Yeah, of I mean, part of me do. thinks that maybe you brought us in as suspects, but I'll, I'll feel <laughs> oh. it out and see how everything goes. We, well, we didn't, but since you yes, brought that up, it's brought, suspicious. I'm writing it down on the board. It, Don't Tim's feel, face is on the board now. I've drawn it. It was the perfect face. portrait of me. She drew it in like I three know. seconds. Three seconds, guys. I I love drawing and I love answers. Manser is also a suspect, too. He's on the board. I'm on the board. Just about everyone who's been on the show is on the board. Yeah. Even Eileen. I'm there. But like also I just like drawing myself. Yeah. Um but yeah, so 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 welcome, Tim and Justin. Uh we always like to ask our guests uh how much did you watch Muppet Babies as a child and or currently yeah. still watch? Mm-hmm. Uh, constantly. I watched it every week. It was a huge thing. I watched it with my sister. Um, I feel like I've probably seen everyone, but at that point in my life, I had no concept of like seasons or whatever. I just watched it all the time. 
<laughs> yeah, same with me. I watched it religiously. I watched it, I think it was on daily when I was a kid, and I watched it every day. Wow. Mm-hmm. Going right up to the uh, Ann Monsters yeah. era. So we got a couple of... Just a couple of real um, uh, Muppet Babies fans, <laughs> so that's great. It's wonderful. And uh, when you were when you used to watch Muppet Babies as a child, or maybe since then, did did you wonder, like, who's this skater character who I haven't seen in other Muppet things? Yeah, I never once thought that. Like, I watched the Muppets and I've seen the movies, but I'm not nearly as into them as, as I know Justin is, for example. So it never occurred to me that this character never showed up again. But then when I heard about your podcast and someone mentioned, I'm like, oh, yeah, that that is right. It was right in my nose the whole time. Yeah, I remember thinking that it was very odd uh, when I first saw Muppet Babies that that character existed. Mm-hmm. Um, because by that point, I had seen all the movies and all the episodes of The Muppet Show, and I was a little taken aback by the inclusion of this new Muppet. Uh, but at the same time, uh, a little frustrated that uh, a lot of my other favorite Muppets weren't on the show. Oh, my. Oh. It was interesting. When I was watching it today, I was thinking, like, why did they create her? I'm like, oh, if they didn't create her, like, Piggy would have been the only girl on the entire show. It would have been kind of like nine male Muppets and just one female one, which I well, guess Well, they is... could have used um, Janice. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if you wanted to put, like, a stoner character in a children's... Yeah, yeah. Uh, Janice does show up later. She does um, show up later. We should... Um, Take a moment to uh, to question your use, your, your use of the word uh, created, created this character on this when, documentary. Is, yeah, as you all know, Muppet Babies is a documentary show. Mm-hmm. So Skeeter was only created by her parents. By her parents, her mother, who birthed. <laughs> we don't know of twins. <laughs> I I'll, I'll take uh, offense to that. I, I I think that it's possible <laughs> in a documentary to fudge the truth. I think documentaries oh. are are subjective. I'll, I'll, I'll also I'll come to Tim's defense as well and say that like. There's a lot of creation that happens within the Muppet Babies. They're mm-hmm. always creating universes. Yeah. That's true. It's true. Green they're in escapes. this imagination chamber, and who knows? Yeah. Who's to say if Skeeter's just one of the things they're imagining? Oh, That could be very mm-hmm. true. That Sorry could... to come here and pull at the seams of the no, entire No, this is all... This is great. Um, I want to even just go back to say for the you know documentaries can have manufactured things. So that could mean that... I mean, Skeeter and Scooter do look an awful lot alike, but... Maybe they're not brother and sister, or maybe they're not really twins, or... Maybe we're just racist to whatever species they are. That is very yeah. true. They all look the same. All whatever they are. Mm-hmm. All errs. 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 We think they might be capybaras. Capybaras, that's one of our leading theories. They're adorable <laughs> animals. I don't know how familiar either of you are with capybaras, but... I'm uh, I'm completely unfamiliar, but I love that you guys know what it is and that you're. That mm-hmm. you well, we know because a, a, a listener suggested that. Mm-hmm. Oh. A listener suggested it and sent us a picture of a capybara wearing glasses, and it was shocking. It was shocking. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leelon Bowden was on the episode where we discussed that, and she mm-hmm. was just enamored with capybaras in general. Yeah, she just kept laughing and giggling at those capybaras. She stopped listening to us and was just looking up pictures of capybaras. Mm-hmm. I will restrain myself from doing that until we have wrapped the podcast. I Thank did you, have Justin. a thought. Yeah. I was going to take my phone out, but then I'm like, no, um, that's not good. Tim, you can look behind Radio. you real quick. Yeah, our um, our engineer, Robert, has pulled oh. up a picture of a capybara in glasses. We will tweet that out. <laughs> okay, perhaps. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Uh, so, I like we haven't even begun talking about the episode. We've already got a couple of of interesting theories mm-hmm. about if it's manufactured for the documentary or Skeeter's just part of their imagination. Yeah. It's similar. We've had uh, previous guests theorize that Scooter and Skeeter are a like a fight club situation where they're actually the same person. But mm-hmm. this really, Spoiler. Spoiler. We keep spoiling it for we people. We keep spoiling Fight Club. Listen, <laughs> so if anyone's listening to Skeeterio who has not seen Fight Club... There's, there's Muppets in it. That's the big yeah. spoiler. There's... Um, yeah, Brad Pitt is actually a Muppet he is the whole time. A no, hum- no human could be that handsome. Only a Muppet could. Only a Muppet. <laughs> Muppets are very handsome. Ooh, who's uh, the handsomest Muppet, do you think? Besides oh. Brad Pitt. Um, yeah, who do you guys think? Um, I mean, it depends on your type, I guess. If you like yeah. that rugged Sam Eagle type, he's got like the square jawed, like, <laughs> he 50s. Does. I was, <laughs> I I was kind of thinking. I be into someone that votes that way, though. 
Mm. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. American. <laughs> but, I, but Sam Eagle popped in my head, too. Yeah. But I think, like, it'd have to be... He seems a little bit, like, like a little past his prime. Maybe, like, Sam Eagle, like, maybe, like, 20 years pre-Muppet Show. Yeah. He's a little bit of a younger... You, know, you have that young Republican vibe. Sorry to get political. I mean, oh. we're not after him for his mind, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's that jaw and those feathers. Mm-hmm. That authoritative voice. Yeah. Yeah. Case closed. Hands wow. Muppet. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... Rolf, though, we talked about this little last episode, <laughs> mm-hmm. is just just the coolest He's Muppet. the coolest one, and he's like, you know, people love musicians. I, well, I don't know if I would call him handsome, though. He's got that, cute. that rough voice. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, cute. Um, Maybe the, uh, the news reporter, the newsman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but he's again, he's kind of like, in, in the same way that Sam the Eagle is like, it's a little in that sort of uptight kind of way. Mm. Yeah. I don't know if anyone strikes that balance between... Well, there's Animal, like, if you want, like, the bad boy. Like, <laughs> that's the one you bring home and piss off your parents, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I bet back in the day, Statler and Waldorf. Oh, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry, my heart's beating so fast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I think uh, we should pr- start uh, getting into the episode. All right, I will start. Uh, the episode. The episode, The Great Cookie Robbery. Great Cookie Robbery. All right, the episode begins, uh, Kermit's on his toy train and stops near Piggy putting on her makeup, who says someday she's going to be on the cover of Teen Pig, then featured in Swine Life, and finally their love story will be in Hogwild Magazine. Kermit races away, then stops at Gonzo, who's showing off his Captain Weirdo turbo trike. No one wants to see him beat the airspeed record, but he tries anyway. Fling his, flinging his trike off of a homemade slingshot, but it backfires, and Gonzo is sent across the hallway into the kitchen. He runs into Nanny, returning from the grocery store. Uh, he, she realizes... Who left them alone all by themselves. Oh, we're going to comment yeah. on that. I have my opinions about Nanny. She realizes she's late with lunch, so she hands Gonzo a box of cookies and tells him to give the babies one cookie each to tide them over. Gonzo wonders why he should share the cookies, since they didn't care about his turbo trike. His shoulder angel and shoulder devil appear to give him advice, and ultimately his shoulder devil says that Gonzo deserves the cookies, and he eats one. So, couple, some some big things going on here mm-hmm. at the very top. But yeah, Nanny in particular, yeah. at her most negligent, maybe so far in the whole yeah, series. Yeah, left the babies alone in a home without any adult supervision, Yeah, in the building, went shopping, Forgot about their lunch. Forgot also. about their lunch. And also, 1 p.m. seems kind of late for a baby to have lunch. Babies get up early. Yeah, and what's what's the the way to fix that? Give them a bunch of cookies, like not an apple, Mm-mm. not. Mm-mm. She's like, oh, I don't have. I only. I cookies are the only thing I have to give you right now. No, I I went to the grocery store, but I didn't buy Cheerios. This sounds kind of like an alcoholic parent or something. Like they're not mm-hmm. around. They come back. They only have a bunch of shit. Like it's. And they're obviously like, she's being paid to take care of these children. Like, she's not the mom of the Muppet Babies. They all have parents. It's true. So, like, I would want to know if my kid was being left alone for hours while the nanny was leaving. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Frank and Jocelyn Frog are like, what have you been doing <laughs> right. with my kid all day? I there's, There's been some confusion about what nanny's actual purpose is we don't see any of the baby's parents and the babies all stay there they all stay overnight yeah, they sleep there they never leave the nursery we've never seen them outside of the, whole, the, the, the building. building no they've left like they've been in the building but they've never left they've never gone outside that we've seen and we're a few episodes into season two yeah it is weird they can only escape in their minds like it seems like mm-hmm. a weird thing you do when you've been trapped somewhere for a long time as you imagine what the outside world is like we've seen nanny be negligent before and it's definitely something where she could be either deliberately harming them or could she she could just be bad at her her job but uh-huh. either way and like her being bad as a caregiver maybe that influences someone else another baby because Babies are very, they absorb what they're being given, and maybe that is what's caused someone else to kill or do something to Skeeter. 
yeah, if you don't understand what love is, you know, I don't know what's going to stop you from killing somebody. Mm-hmm. I've loved before, and I've never killed a person. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that checks out. <laughs> Thank you. Nan- well, Nanny seems like she, at least in this episode, she seems like she's just, she doesn't, she's just not coming off as a bad, like an uncaring person, just a an, bad, incompetent person. Yeah. Also, maybe absent-minded. Yeah. She could also have a lot on her plate. Like, we don't know what else Nanny has to do. Like, this could not be her main, like, job. There could Mm -hmm. be other things that she has to do. (laughs) That's interesting. She's taking on a lot, then. Yeah. She needs to relieve herself of some... Responsibilities. Yeah. I feel like if this show was made today in, like, the golden era of TV, there would be, like, the one episode that was from Nanny's POV, and it was, like, mm-hmm. above her knees only, and you could only <gasps> look down and see the kids, and they were just like, meh, 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 meh. but, like, really, she was, like, <laughs> running whatever business she had on the side. Oh, if... Yeah, I don't think they did that episode, but if they... If it is, we just haven't seen it yet, that yeah. will be a huge clue, possibly. It would be a huge clue. Um, we still talk about Gonzo in this segment? Mm-hmm. Just just stealing cookies. Stealing cookies. Wow. <laughs> he was given the cookies. He was given the cookies. Just choosing not to share the cookies. F- disobeying direct orders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Being selfish. Being... L- listening to that shoulder devil. Yeah. But, like, in fairness, I have to say that, like, the other Muppet babies were selfish first by not wanting to see his trick with the tricycle. It's true. They were all standing there in the room. They had literally nothing to do. What would have it hurt any of them to just look over and what watch What was Rolf working trip? on? He was like, I'm doing my something something. Well, he was fixing the flat tire on Fozzie's, Fozzie's airplane. Yeah. Right. They right. were all, yeah. <laughs> Which I guess you could argue is of equal importance. Like they're None of these things were things. pressing matters. Yeah. Yeah. And Gonzo's. They don't leave the room. Yeah. And Gonzo's. Turbo trike it was pretty impressive the way he set it all up. He mm-hmm. had this slingshot with it, this like big rubber band. Mm-hmm. He pulled himself back. He's able to stop it with a plunger, so he could then launch himself by removing the plunger. Yeah, yeah who Very doesn't clever. want to watch that? Yeah, I think they were like, "Oh, last time you tried this, you got hurt or something." Mm-hmm. Don't do so, it again. But they're also like, they don't really don't do it again. They're like, "Don't, I don't want to watch this." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. They okay, if you do it and hurt them. yourself. I don't want a part of it. I don't want to help you if you get hurt. Oh. oh <laughs> took a sad turn. Uh, we should also talk about this d- devil, Gonzo. Yeah. So Gonzo has a shoulder devil and shoulder angel. Mm-hmm. Could his shoulder devil have later told him, hey, you know, Skeeter or something, we should go, after, go well, kill I, Skeeter. I'll, I'll pile on with that because I noticed myself that Skeeter was really the one leading the charge, being like, Gonzo's acting pretty weird when he was, like, eating cookies and not telling anyone about it. She mm-hmm. said it at least twice. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, she was, like, said, like, oh, that's why he was, like, you know, like so she's been on his ass this whole episode. Yeah, yeah we'll get to that. Um, yeah, shall we go on to the next segment? Yeah, take it away. All right. Back at the nursery, the babies are hungry, and Gonzo says, Nanny told them lunch will be late. Uh, Piggy asks about some crumbs on Gonzo, who he lies and says that it's dandruff. Gross. Uh, he, he runs behind the TV and eats another cookie. Rolf asks what he's eating, and Skeeter says, yeah, we saw you s- shove something in your mouth. Scooter thinks it looks like a cookie, and Gonzo lies again and says it's a pretend cookie. He says uh, he prefers the one with the little brown spots on it. Uh, Kermit asks, you mean chocolate chips? And Gonzo says, no, octopus eggs. Uh, and the babies are grossed out by that. Uh, Skeeter says, boy, Gonzo sure is acting weird. Uh, Ralph's stomach growls, and Piggy gets upset. Uh, Kermit says everyone's upset because they're so hungry. Skeeter says, we gotta do something to take our minds off being hungry. Uh, Fozzie tells a joke. What did the chocolate cream pie say to the jelly donut? But the thought of food makes all the babies say Fozzie. We don't get the answer to that joke. Uh, meanwhile, Gonzo is still stuffing his face with cookies by dunking his face in the little backpack that he's keeping his cookies in. Uh, Scooter asks what he's doing, and Gonzo says, How should I know? It's dark in here. Scooter says, Weirdsville. And Skeeter says, That's it. I know how to get our minds off food. Let's each make up the weirdest story we can think of. Piggy says she'll go first. Scooter asks Piggy why she always goes first, and Piggy yells, because I say so. Wow. 
Wow. Well, this segment, again, we brushed on this a little bit, shows that Skeeter is observant. She takes charge. She's an ideas person. Yeah. She's kind of just the perfect person, I would say. Mancer's Not, nodding. I'm nodding, yes. Uh, Skeeter weep. is... Uh, yeah, she's she's on to, to Gonzo, like like Tim said, from, from the start. So mm-hmm. that puts Gonzo in... In suspect territory, yeah. he's already he's un, he's an unstable person. He's seeing angels and devils, you know, and now she's pushing at him. Yeah, yeah, and he's already shown himself to be uh, someone who is willing to justify uh, bad behavior. I had forgotten how much they just call him a weirdo. Yeah, it really stuck out. Like he calls himself a weirdo too, but there's so much like you f-ing weirdo, and he's like, oh weirdo, and it, it's it's like. Sometimes a little harsh. Yeah, yeah. it's very insulting. Because he's different. He's different from the other Muppets, and mm-hmm. they they really rub that in. So do you think maybe it's that it's that he's he's being he's being bullied so much, and that's causing this mm-hmm. <laughs> bad behavior in Gonzo? I think there's a lot of things. Like it's like a perfect storm of just like you know they're calling him a weirdo. There's the the, the great tricycle you know debate about yeah. whether they should watch it or not. Yeah, it, no no one's feeding him. People are accusing him of things he's actually doing, I guess, but they're you know, getting up in his grill about it. He snapped. Well, we don't we don't know if he snapped yet, but it's, uh, he's on the board. He's on the board. I am under. I underline a suspect's name whenever more suspicious things happen. And right now, Gonzo has a lot of underlines un- under his name right now. Yeah. Well, it's clear that he snapped at some point between Muppet Babies and The Muppet Show. Mm-hmm. Why do you say that? Yeah, how so? Well, he's yeah. launching himself out of cannons. He's uh-huh. yeah. having sexual intercourse with chickens. Yeah, he developed yeah. an odd fetish. Yeah. I mean, is that is that odd when we're when you know Kermit and Miss Piggy get married? Mm-hmm. It's a frog and a pig. But I, they can speak to one another. Yes. Yeah. That is the difference. They are they are in this world they're like equal levels of intelligence. And the chickens are like barnyard animals or pets. Yeah. Gonzo, yeah, he's. He, I mean, he is. He's weird. He's weird, and we know in Muppets from Space that he's an alien, but we don't know what his, what planet, like the planet that he's from. We don't know what their culture's like in regards to, to intercourse and chickens and those relationships. So. Well, that doesn't matter to me. He's here now, and I say he has to live by all <laughs> our culture. He so- should. He needs to assimilate. Sounds like a real Sam Eagle thing to say. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, we never get to hear. The punchline to Fozzie's joke. What was the setup again? It's a, what did the chocolate cream pie say to the jelly donut? Any theories on what the punchline (laughs) could be? Hmm. So it's a chocolate cream cream pie pie talking talking to a a jelly donut. Two foods. Pie and donut. Hmm. Jelly and chocolate also. We could go that way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what happens if you go that way? Chocolate. What did the pie say to the donut? No, the, yeah, the pie say to the donut. Mm-hmm. It's one of those age-old riddles. <laughs> this is this is shameful that we cannot come up with a punchline. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> Normally, what I do is I just start dumping out as much dumb shit as I can think of, and maybe the answer would be in there. But I don't know if uh, if I'm being um, hesitant because we're broadcasting to millions or. <laughs> Yeah. We do have millions of listeners. Uh, listeners, if you know the punchline to this joke, uh, email us. Email us. Or message us. What's our what's our email? I believe it's skaterial at gmail.com. You could also tweet at us at skaterial or follow us on Facebook and just leave <laughs> us a comment. There's also an Instagram, but... Yeah, take a eh. picture of yourself telling the joke. Yeah. <laughs> Or just record a video of yourself telling the joke, send it to us. It would brighten the sadness of my days on this investigation. It's true. Mm-hmm. I'm in the area of fillings, crust, yeah. Uh, yeah. holes for donuts. Oh, man. There's holes in pies, too, sometimes. Mm-hmm. Not Where? typically a chocolate pie. Where is there a hole in a pie? The pie hole. Oh, yeah. You shut your pie hole. Yeah. Hmm. Let's just all be quiet and think about this for a while. <laughs> I am planning on leaving all this this thinking dead air in this episode. <laughs> yes. Just replace it with Jeopardy. <laughs> yeah. 
What's what happened next on the episode? Okay, I'm gonna read this, but still try to think of a punchline. Um, Piggy tells a story about herself at the South Pole, freezing in an igloo. Piggy says she hopes the pizza delivery boy gets here soon. Suddenly, a boat appears and Gonzo rides off off it on a sled being pulled by chickens. He says, oatmeal, oatmeal, I ran out of mush. He says he's Admiral Weirdo, famous South Pole explorer, and he has food. He'll give it to Piggy if he does one teensy favor, marry him. Piggy says she'd rather starve, but changes her mind because she's so hungry. At the ceremony, Piggy abandons the vows and jumps into the cake. Back in the nursery, Piggy is chewing on a pillow and feels embarrassed. Rolf laughs at how weird it would be if Gonzo didn't give food to his best friends. Gonzo tries to distract the babies by saying, Look, a flying dinosaur with tennis shoes, and stuffs more cookies in his mouth while they look. They don't see anything, and Gonzo says, It must have been an unidentified flying donut. The babies are upset because they're so hungry, and he mentioned a donut. The guilt makes Gonzo briefly imagine that the babies are all hungry, Dickensian orphans, begging him for food. <laughs> so sad. Uh, Eileen's crying about, about this part. It's so sad. Should we mention our sponsor? Yeah, um, Mansur, can you mention a word from our sponsor? Uh, yes, let's take a word for our sponsor. Uh, puffs, puffs facial tissue. For when all the Muppet babies are starving Dickensian orphans and they can't get food because Gonzo is hogging it all. Puffs. Again, that was very, very specific to this circumstance right now. They always give me, just they give me copy. I read the copy. If it happens to match up with what we're talking about, great. It always does. Hey, can someone team me up with that awesome joke? Oh, 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 okay. Um, 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 <laughs> uh, what did the chocolate cream pie say to the jelly donuts? Slice to see you. Whoa! Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to put the first one down, and now we have something to beat. It's Don't a really nice part of the process. You wish you were chocolate? <laughs> uh, vote for your favorites. Vote for your favorites. Is it um, slice, slice to, to see, see you? you or donut you wish you were chocolate? Uh, answer me this. Is Gonzo... Forcing someone to marry him for food. Yes. Another one of his things from his culture that we're just supposed to accept. I don't think so. This mm-hmm. is something, there's just evidence of Gonzo being a real creep. Yeah, which we he, see over and over yeah. with regards to his obsession with Miss Piggy. He's obsessed with Miss Piggy. He's thirsty for her kisses. Yeah. Um, he'll do anything for a kiss from Piggy, but I guess now he's taking it a step further. Yeah, he's going to marriage. Too much. Which is, did adult Gonzo have a thing for Piggy, or is that kind of just for this show? He appeared to put that aside and just focus on chickens. Chick- Camilla, to be very specific. Mm-hmm. Usually Camilla. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Which is weird because in the show, in this show, he uh, this documentary, he has a stuffed chicken named Camilla. That'd and be like eventually, yeah, he, he meets gets a, a real. That'd be like Jesus Christ. <laughs> that'd be like if I grew up and married a a beanie baby but alive. Which <laughs> you would like to do. I that is my dream. If there are any living beanie babies out there who have an interest in Eileen. Please um, just find me on my personal Twitter at I underscore lean, L-E-A-N, um, tags on or off. Oh, doesn't mind if you don't have a tag. <laughs> oh, um, man. But yeah, Gonzo, I mean, this is not, this episode is not Gonzo's finest hour or half hour. Mm-mm. Just stealing food. Forcing marriage. Forcing marriage. Uh, holding off on food until marriage. Yeah. My beanie baby husband would never do that to me. <laughs> no. Their culture does not does not do that. Uh, do you think he do you think Gonzo ever had any interest in Skeeter at some point? Hmm. Hmm. 
just based on this one episode, I didn't see anything of that, but I, I couldn't rule it out just on watching one he, afternoon of their lives. If he gave up on Piggy at some point and mm-hmm. Skeeter's the other, only other female. Yeah, I mean, there's there's kind of only two options, and, and Piggy is very vocal about her Kermit desires. Yeah. So I feel like if you're a realist in that nursery... And Skeeter's kind of your best shot as, as a guy. It could be uh, like a When Harry Met Sally situation where they're friends for so long and then eventually feelings develop. Because like, yeah. they're bickering now. Skeeter's calling him out on his, on, his, on his shit right now. And maybe eventually, kind of like in Much Ado About Nothing, that bickering turns into chemistry. Maybe. Maybe it... Maybe later on... Maybe... He brought up when Harry met Sally. Maybe they're not specifically like those two people, but they'll end up being like two of the one of the other couples, ah. older couples we see in When Harry Met Sally. Mm-hmm. And Skeeter's maybe long gone missing somewhere. Then she'll run into Gonzo in like thirty years from now, and they'll fall in love, and then they'll do a little documentary saying how they how they met each other, and it only took them. 80 years to finally find each other. I would love that. But, I mean, Gonzo would still have to... He's got some maturing to do, probably. Yeah, well, we have until, like, 2060 to worry about. (laughs) We'll do do another episode then. Do we really want to see her end up with Gonzo? Only only if Gonzo changes. After everything we've learned? Mm -hmm. Because, uh... Harry, and when Harry met Sally, is uh, not a great guy. Spoiler alert. Yeah, he's not, like, the best person at first, but then he... He ain't f***ing chickens, either. Uh, that we know of. That we know of. I've never watched he the made, deleted scenes. He made a woman meow. <laughs> we do know this. Was it a cat? Maybe that was the thing the whole time with that scene. Wow. I made a woman meow. He didn't say that it was a cat. Because mm-hmm. that's not as impressive. <laughs> they do it by themselves for no reason at all. Yeah. <laughs> all right, should we move on? I guess we should move on. Um, all right, next in the episode, uh, the babies are, are lying in agony because they're so hungry. Uh, Gonzo's shoulder angel comes back and wants him to confess about the cookies. Uh, then Gonzo's shoulder devil uh, covers the shoulder angel's mouth uh, uh, Kermit says he doesn't have a weird story to tell, but he has a weird dream. Skeeter says, well, tell us about it, Kermit. Uh, Kermit hops on his toy train and invites all the babies to ride with him, uh, because the train is part of the dream. Babies imagine themselves going through a dark tunnel. Skeeter asks, what's that crunching sound? And it's clearly Gonzo eating. And Gonzo says, it must be termites because his nose is made of wood, and Pinocchio was his cousin. The babies imagine themselves on a real train, then sing this episode's song about railroads called Trackin'. Um, Fozzie doesn't think the dream is that weird, but Kermit explains they haven't reached the weird part yet. The train lifts from the track and goes into orbit. It reaches the moon, where it picks up a bunch of aliens wanting to go to Hollywood. Uh, Skeeter looks at one of the aliens on the train and says, Talk about weird. Skeeter says, Yeah, which end is his head? Uh, Fozzie and Piggy are sitting next to an alien that looks like a giant tomato, and Piggy warns Fozzie not to tell any jokes. Wow. Wow. Who in the world calls calls riding a train tracking? Um, the Muppet Babies. The Muppet Babies and no one else. Tracking. Tracking. Yeah, it stuck out to me. Gonzo has some really, like, weird addictive behaviors here. Like he's mm-hmm. At this point, like, he knows everyone's on to him about the cookies. He is guilty about the cookies. Yet, like, the instant it's dark in the room, he's still eating more cookies, even though he's only making his life worse. Yeah, he's got cookies left, which means he could he still, still share. share them. Yeah. Yeah, did he ever consider he could have been like, guys, I'm sorry, I ate half the cookies, but I do have half them left, and here's, you know, some cookies are better than no cookies. Mm-hmm. But now, meet them halfway. <sighs> so selfish. And that Gonzo's lies are getting just worse and worse. Mm-hmm. His cousin's Pinocchio. Clearly not. That, that can't be true. So he's a liar. He has impulses he can't control. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is like Pinocchio. That's true. 
His nose didn't grow when he said the lie, though. Yeah, his nose isn't made of wood, and that should be should be obvious. Skeeter seemed to buy that lie, though. Yeah, I was a little surprised that she that she went along with it. I don't yeah. think she bought it. I think she just chalked it up as another weird thing that Gonzo says. That's true. Yeah, yeah. He, that's another thing. He gets off pretty easy. Like he does a bunch of weird stuff. Like, oh, it's just Gonzo being weird. So if like Gonzo were to like walk into corner you and have like a weapon or something, you'd be like, oh, Gonzo, you <laughs> yeah. crazy loon. And then the next thing you know, you're not alive anymore, and you're not in the the grown up Muppets shows. Oh no! Oh, no. Yes. So Lots of underlines for Gonzo. Mm-hmm. I'm doing it right now. Have you talked about at any point that Nanny is also missing? That's true. We don't see Nanny in the adult Muppet. <laughs> I assume she just died of, of like natural causes. And she doesn't seem that old. Well, we don't, we don't. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know what her face looks like, and it's hard to tell an age by one's green striped socks. Hmm. I think that does give you a hint that she's not, like, 25. <laughs> but, yeah, we, we don't see old age nanny. Mm-mm. But so would, we, would we recognize her? What if she's wearing a different outfit? What if we see a face? We don't know what she looks like. Yeah. Also, like, you know, I don't hang out with any of my childhood caregivers <laughs> as no, an that's adult. that's true. Like, they're, they're, they're not supposed to be in my life. Like, it's not group weird. Of, this group of children all stayed together. Until adulthood. Yeah, in the same way that, like, all those kids that got molested in that movie by the priests stayed together as adults. Like, you know what I mean? Like, when you go through something traumatic, you tend to, like, have a lifelong bond that no one else can understand. Ooh. But but Skeeter is not not part of their lifelong bond. Well, Mm. maybe if, uh, let's say, things got out of hand, an entire group of people killed Skeeter, maybe they would stick around because no one else would understand them. Oh, my goodness. Like, this is a... Getting getting dark, not quite as dark as two episodes ago. Oh, man. We won't go into that right now. No. Just listen. Listen to... If you want to. Season two, episode one, and cry. Episode two. Episode two, my apologies. I'm uh, still crying <laughs> over it. Uh, the babies still don't think the dream is that weird, but Kermit says it gets worse. An outlaw, one-eyed Jake, enters, and he says he's the meanest outlaw in the West. He claims he's so mean that he can scare the skin off a buffalo. He opens a window and yells, Hey you! Boo! at a buffalo, and the buffalo's fur immediately falls off. Skeeter says, Boy, he is mean! The outlaw doesn't want any valuables, only cookies. Kermit takes out a chest of cookies, but it's empty. Skeeter says, Wait a minute, we didn't take the cookies, honest! Piggy says, Oh dear, if only somebody had some cookies! And Gonzo finally confesses. Skeeter says, that's why he's been acting so weird. He's been eating cookies all day. Gonzo hands over the cookies to the outlaw, but the box is empty. Gonzo runs off and returns as the lone weirdo. He shoots the outlaw with goop, question mark? We're not sure what it was, and saves the day. What was he shooting them with? You always thought it was maybe cookie dough? I thought it was like a cookie dough because it was like a syringe that was similar to either cookie dough or like an icing sort of like something you would make if you're like making fancy icing uh, art on cake. That was my theory. So I I feel like this is a a good opportunity here for me to jump in with my theory of what happened to Skeeter. Because... I I can't tell what is really happening in this room. What is real? What is imagination? They they say they're going into their imagination or dreams or whatever, but they seem legitimately afraid of the outlaw. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the fear of the outlaw leads to Gonzo admitting that he ate all of the cookies. So, are they conjuring up these worlds in this room? Are they traveling into other dimensions? Because a lot of this seems awfully real. They seem actually afraid. And is it possible that Skeeter somehow got lost or trapped in one of these other dimensions or dreamscapes oh that they are traveling to She's while still trapped on the train. in this room. She could still be on the train. Oh my god. That's maybe. There's actually I'm we didn't mention this 
in the recap, but when they first get on Kermit's dream train, Skeeter does exclaim, I love trains. <gasps> she loves it too much that she never leaves. Maybe. And so maybe she's just on this train traveling to different imaginary realms or places. And this is in Kermit's dream, too. This is Kermit's... Is it all... Is she just traveling around Kermit's subconscious? Skeetception. Hmm. Skeetception. Can she control Kermit's dreams? Oh, my goodness. It seems like each of the Muppet Babies can control their own dreams. Because Kermit says... That it hasn't gotten like weird yet, or the weirdest they haven't gotten to the weirdest part yet. So he obviously knows what is going to happen in the dream. Mm-hmm. So he has some sort of control he's, over this. He's like lucid dreaming, or he's um, aware he's in the matrix or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Which begs the question: What is this room that they're all trapped in? Yeah. What is reality? And what is Nanny? Yeah, is Nanny really, like, some sort of controller of a matrix of some sort? Ooh, could Skeeter be Neo? Skeeter could be Neo. Maybe (laughs) definitely is. (laughs) No, I wouldn't say definitely, but... Putting it on the board! Put, draw that, put a string between... Uh, Keanu Reeves and Skeeter's face. Both Keanu which, Reeves were already on the board. He's already on the board. I like drawing him. The shading is nice. We had him as a suspect a little bit anyway. Yeah. Because um, he doesn't age. He doesn't age. That seems Very like, just like Muppets, yeah. mostly. Mm-hmm. Muppets, when they reach adulthood, don't seem yeah, to they, age. Yeah, they stop aging at a point. They seem to just be babies and adults, and there's nothing in between. Yeah. There's no Muppet toddlers. No Muppet Tweens or teens? Muppet uh, tweens. I, I, I would watch the I hell disagree. out of Muppet tweens. Me too. I disagree. Oh. Uh, there was a direct-to-DVD film, Kermit the Swamp Years. Oh. oh you know, I'm aware of that. Which I, I think believe I've... featured Kermit in college or as like a teenager. I can't remember mm-hmm. exactly. It's been some time. Were all the rest of them in it too or is it just Kermit? It was is just Kermit. Wow. Well, we also and like a bunch of other frogs. We also know because Kermit has the nephew Robin, and on Muppet Babies we meet him when he's a tadpole, and then in Muppet shows and uh, TV shows and movies we see him as kind of an adolescent. So that's I think imp- he's like five on Muppet Show. I would how old that is in Frog Years. I don't know how he's elementary school aged on the Muppet Show. Yeah. let's say there's a bigger age difference between him and Kermit. When they're adults than there is in Muppet Babies. Yeah. Yeah. Much bigger. But we don't know, again, like the aging of frogs versus humans. Mm -hmm. If there's any frog experts out there who would like to come on the show and enlighten us about this um, confusing matter, we are available day and night. Day and night. Day and night. Depending. Yes. We don't know what your sleep schedule is. I don't sleep. You haven't slept? (laughs) In 28 years, Mansers, this this investigation has been plaguing me my whole life. You know, what's interesting is Robin is alive in the Muppet Babies as a tadpole, as a tadpole, but in the Muppet movie, when we first meet Kermit in the swamp, Robin doesn't seem to be around. And he's asking Kermit in the screening of the movie, like, is this how the Muppets, you know, got together? Mm-hmm. He doesn't know. Yeah. Huh. Right. Well, we've, with regards to the, with the Muppet movie, and we, in the beginning, Robin asked if this is how the Muppets really met, and Kermit says, it's sort of. So I think we have to disregard everything in the Muppet movie, because obviously in the Muppet movie, they're not meeting as toddlers, they're meeting as adults. Mm-hmm. I would say in the movie, once the movie starts playing. But this is before that. Right. And... and Robin obviously does not know how the Muppets met. Yeah. And how would he not know that if Robin was in the Muppet Babies? I mean, maybe he was too young as a ta- as a, ta- a ta- Or maybe sometimes when you see Why something traumatic, you tend to block it out of your memory. Oh, yeah. Oh. Protect yourself. <laughs> Repression, very true. I believe they call it in the biz. The biz. Ooh, the biz. Showbiz. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> in Hollywood, we call it repression. <laughs> Uh, should we get to the last segment of this episode? Yeah, take it away. All right. 
Alright. So, back at the nursery, Gonzo is worried that the babies all hate him for not sharing the cookies. But Kermit says that it takes a lot of courage to, to admit what he did. Uh, then Nanny comes in with sandwiches for the babies. She apologizes, she apologizes for lunch being late and says she was so busy shopping that she couldn't have lunch ready on time. She says she hopes the cookies from Gonzo helped a little bit. Uh, and Kermit decides not to rat out Gonzo. And uh, Nanny gives Gonzo his favorite sandwich, peanut butter and bananas, for being so nice. Because um, she didn't know that he didn't Mm-mm. share. Didn't uh, then Nanny out. leaves. Uh, Gonzo says he's so stuffed with cookies that he can't even look at his favorite sandwich. Uh, Animal eats Gonzo's sandwich, and Gonzo collapses. He also eats the plate that the sandwich That's was on. That's true. Yeah. Typical animal fashion. Mm-hmm. But Kermit just really lets Gonzo off the hook here. Yeah. And not even lets Gonzo off the hook, like, lies on his behalf. Yeah. yeah. Like, the moral of the story is just, like, if your friend's good enough, you should lie for him. Maybe um, he lied because whatever Nanny was going to do to punish him, Kermit didn't want to happen to Gonzo. Yeah. This could come back to what Tim was mentioning earlier about, you know, people who have been in a traumatic event together stick together. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean that's really the Muppet Babies sticking together. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're they'll take this secret to their graves, the, the the cookie secret. We have to stick together against Nanny because we don't know what's going to happen, or we do know what's going to happen. We we know it. I mean, we don't know, but the babies, the babies must know. know. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Nanny did something to Skeeter, and that made the babies stick together even more, and that carried them throughout their adult life. Maybe before we start following them up at babies, there's a third tur, like a scotter or a mm-hmm. right, and a skater, skater. Oh my goodness! Who doesn't like skating? Oh, <laughs> like it just is just his name. Wow. No, and he's annoyed all the time because everyone's just like, "Bro, you skate?" And he's like, "No, I do not. That is just the way my name sounds." Yeah, yeah. scooter doesn't ride on a scooter. No yeah. one makes fun of him for that. So yeah. maybe they saw whatever Nanny did to him. Oh, no. And, and then it happened to Skeeter. And Scooter somehow survived. Scooter survived. But he changed. We know that Scooter as an adult is different than Scooter as a baby, because as a baby he likes computers and he's very science and math focused. And as an adult, he is a stage manager or PA, depending on how you interpret it. Hmm. That is weird. Just thinking, like, how you change when your sister goes missing or, you know. Could it yeah. be that his love of science and computers somehow resulted in her not being around anymore and he mm. swore off all technology? Oh, no. Said, uh, from now on, I will only manage stages. I mean, when we first catch back up to him in the Muppet movie, he's just driving the van for the yeah. electric mayhem. Yeah. Could uh, going back to the whole Matrix thing, if like Skeeter or all of them are trapped in a Matrix, and Scooter loves science, which is Matrix oriented, maybe he saw that science betrayed him by trapping them in a Matrix. Yeah, yeah. He, oh, so my. when he destroyed the Matrix, he said, "No longer, no longer will I learn the devil's skills." So Scooter could be Neo. Oh my goodness! And he destroyed the Matrix. Maybe he. Destroyed the Matrix while Skeeter was in it. Oh. But it was for the good, but then he just couldn't. I mean, come maybe back Skeeter sacrificed herself within the Matrix. Maybe oh, they worked together. The brave thing that she would do. That that she would, would be do amazing. It. That's beautiful. It'll be hard to prove that. Yeah. But. You think it would come up occasionally. <laughs> you think Scooter would mention it? In, like, adult conversation, like how this, like, brave baby saved their lives once. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, yeah, we haven't heard of maybe Scooter is just modest. Yeah, humble. Yeah. A true hero doesn't brag about the heroic things that they've done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's just like one of those, like, quiet, like, World War II vets who doesn't want to tell you what they saw in the shit. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Well, I think, once again, we have more questions than answers. Yeah, I think we've got a few good leads. Really but good leads. no definitive proof just yet. I was, hoping, I was hoping that this could be it. 
that this would be our last episode, our second to last episode. But the last one would be a... Us rat, like... A recap. A recap. <laughs> but we'll have at least two more episodes, it mm-hmm. appears. Yep. Um, wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, uh, before we go, uh, Tim, Justin, anything to plug or oh, yeah. social media? Social media, shows, anything you want. This is your time to plug. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, I... Uh, Mansur and I direct a show called Sketch Cram at the UCB Theater. Mm-hmm. It's a hell of a show. I'm assuming many of you are far away from Los Angeles, but you should drive here and go see it. It's the second Saturday of every month. Let's drive here from wherever you wherever are. Wherever you are in the world. Yeah, just yeah. D- d- drop out of society, get, get on the bus, and follow Sketch Cram <laughs> like the dead. Wow. Yeah, I'm not here to promote anything. I'm here to get to the bottom of this. Oh. You're not just me, really man. shaming Tim right there. Wow. Hey, I'm, I came here to promote a, a, a <laughs> monthly UCB sketch show, and everything I said has just been in service of that. Justin has wow. a monthly UCB sketch show wow. that's also don't, on a Saturday don't at midnight. Don't say its name. I already said its it. name earlier. It's Tournament of Nerds, but Justin is not promoting that, but I am were... mentioning it right now. Wow. Thank Justin you, Matt. Did I appreciate that, but yeah, I won't stoop to those. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. Uh, you can follow Skaterial on social media. We're at Skaterial. We're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Give us a follow. Tell us, send us your theories if you have any, because we love hearing from you. It's always you, you guys told us about the capybara thing, and that's amazing. What else do you have? Send it to us. Uh, subs- rate, sub- rate, review, subscribe to Skaterial on iTunes. It'll help us bump up the charts, make us more visible. Maybe Skeeter will see it and then listen, and then she'll be my friend. I don't know. <laughs> um, follow me on Twitter. I'm at uh, at i underscore lean. L-E-A-N. That's a pun. I'm on Twitter at Matt. It's not a pun. It's not just a, my last name no. first and first name last. But you do love puns. I do. Yeah. Um, so uh, I guess with that... Uh, there's only one thing left that we can do. We go bye-bye. Go bye-bye. Go bye-bye. Go bye-bye. Go bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, wait, wait. Before uh, we go bye-bye... Oh, Breaking news! Um... Uh, Robert Chan, our engineer, has discovered the answer to the joke. Mm-hmm. What did the chocolate cream pie say to the jelly donut? The answer is, let's talk about our fillings. Wow. We solved one mystery here today, <laughs> and I think that's a good thing. But, uh, yeah, we go bye-bye for real. Go bye-bye. Go bye-bye. Go By the way, the song is about the Muppet Babies. This has been a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.